0: Hello friends, this is just a quick pre-programming statement as I would like to provide a content warning for today's episode, which does include the mention of experiencing symptoms of depression. With that being said, I hope that you enjoy today's letter. Hello A. Have you been well? Sometimes, it's just so easy to ask an oversimplified question, like, why am I not happy? Especially when nothing specific is wrong. It's just, I get this feeling, sometimes, when I can tell that I'm starting to sink into the pit of being a little bit sad, a little bit all of the time. And these are all the signs and symptoms of depression, and I know that. Because I live with depression, which is fine. I know this. And I have skills and tools to help me navigate these moments. It's just hard. Managing depression or sadness is hard. Because it's never as simple um, as just recognizing that you're sad or that you're depressed. I can say out loud, oh, I'm sad today, but that doesn't mean that the tools I can then employ to help me address this are going to immediately solve the problem. Sometimes, life just feels noisy, where there is this constant buzzing in the back of my mind. It's like the unignorable sound of cicadas in the late summer. Or the static of a bad tv channel that someone refuses to change. It's just noise and it's distracting and I can't focus on anything else aside from the sound of this constant noise that just sits in the background of my day for days. But you get told in so many ways over the course of so many years that sadness And being distracted because of that sadness is a burden to the world around you. Because it's such a deeply misunderstood experience. And I think it's because we're largely a society that lacks knowledge on how to respond with compassion. It's not a skill that we're reliably groomed for through the many stages of our lives. Nor is it something that we're innately born with. But there have been so many instances in my life where I can directly point out the rejection that I experienced solely on the basis of having depression. Being told that it was this undesirable and unattractive piece of who I was, and that if it weren't for that, I would be so much more ideal of a person to be around. It made me feel lacking and incomplete. It was lonely. It's become clear to me now that responding to depression is a skill that not even those who also experience depression know how to address within themselves. How to speak kindly to yourself when so much of your world has already shown you cruelty and disconnection when faced with your struggle. And that's not your fault in any way, that you can't just make them see make them to understand something that you're caught living in the middle of every single day while they seemingly get to carry on as if nothing is happening at all. Yet here you are, feeling as though you're sinking while everyone else simply watches from the shore. And I believe that, to some degree, there is this underlying symptom of just not knowing, you know, like not really understanding because they simply don't have a frame of reference to draw from in their own experience. I also think people are uncomfortable with sadness, with depression in its full manifestation. The full weight of being this person who lives despite the suffering, who wakes up every day and runs through routine even when everything feels empty, or unfulfilling or meaningless is terrifying to comprehend. No one wants to understand what that's like, because it implies that you're not above that experience, that you're just as susceptible and vulnerable to the quiet and numb misery of living in a life that feels gray. And that fear becomes so great that the lack of compassion that people show you when they refuse to meet you with sympathy for your pain leads you, however unintentionally, to shame, to guilt. Why can't I just be happy like everyone else? Why am I so broken that I can't just wake up and enjoy the fact that I'm alive, that I exist? And why isn't it easier for me? Why is this so hard? But here's the thing. There are so few people who will ever know the true extent to which you are mired in the dark wilds of your mind, your emotions, and your heart. And there will be days when even you too will find that you surprise yourself by the ways in which you are capable of aching in the quiet shadow of your soul. There is this quote that I sometimes think about during these moments, which can be found in the Book of Hours, by Reina Maria Rilke. Reina writes, Yet no matter how deeply I go down into myself, my God is dark. There is nothing more personal than the true depth of your own feelings. What we convey to others, despite our best efforts, will only ever amount to the capacity in which they too have felt and understood a similar thing. And the ways in which we ache, and even the ways in which we love, are all varied and nuanced, all uniquely tailored by the shape of our lives and our experiences that we have taken in our life. And when you can understand that for yourself and know it to be the truth, it is my hope that you will be able to release yourself from the shame that may be so cruelly foisted onto you by those who simply will not try to understand. It is also very important to understand that it is no one's responsibility to understand you. Only you can offer that benevolence to yourself. In the face of your own reflection, Know yourself as though you were your God, and be sad, because it is not a crime to be sad, to feel depression, to live with grief, or to be unable to overcome those feelings as easily as the world would like. You are as you are, so be kind to yourself, be patient. Give yourself space to exist in this way and to rest your mind at the end of a long day of fighting through the noise. Be sad. Without guilt. Without shame. Without pretext or a reason, just be as you are. Acknowledging that yes, you have this feeling and that yes, it is uncomfortable and someday that feeling will pass. That sunkenness that you feel in your bones will abate. And maybe it will take some time and some work to move through this, yes. But there will come a day when you will breathe and it will be easy. And this promise of someday does not diminish your burden of now. Because it's okay to be sad. It's okay. My dear A, I will write again soon. V Thank you for listening to another episode of Letters to Anyone. Written and produced by myself, Veronica cisneros Nivestel. Find me online as at veronero underscore Chan on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Have a letter you'd like to submit? Please send it over to thoughtfulwild.co at gmail.com and title it LTA Submission with permission to read for the show. Email and details included in the episode description. Please note that while self-acceptance is remarkably beneficial, there is no replacement for professional mental and emotional guidance in the form of therapy. However, if therapy is a resource that is not easily attainable and you find yourself in need, please consider reaching out to a helpline such as the Samaritan's Helpline, which focuses on providing compassionate support to anyone who might be experiencing feelings of anxiety, confusion, isolation, and depression. Their services are confidential and free to use and can be reached by dialing 1-877-870-4673. Today's quote is provided by the influential French novelist Gustave Flaubert. In a written letter to Georges Sand, he states, As for me, my heart is oppressed in a way that astonishes me, and I wallow in a bottomless melancholy. Beautiful and poignant. Thank you again for listening. Until the next letter.